Welcome to another episode of the Self-Doubt Solution, the show that helps entrepreneurs overcome the self-doubt that holds them back from achieving the next level of success, income, and personal freedom. The Self-Doubt Solution is hosted by the freedom architect, Mario Lanzarotti. Listen as Mario and his inspiring guests share practical insights and tools that help you find the shortcuts for exponential growth and success in all areas of your life. Learn how to build the mindset you need to create a life of true abundance, freedom, and fulfillment. And now, here is your host, Mario Lanzarotti. Welcome to the Self-Doubt Solution Podcast, my dear friends. This is your host, Mario Lanzarotti, the Freedom Architect. Today, I have a wonderful guest and a friend of mine who will share the space with me. Her name is Alida. She's a transformational leader and executive advisor. She has worked with the White House during times of the pandemic. She has consulted leaders in the White House. She is now bridging into the metaverse where she is not just bringing in the the, the cutting edge knowledge from her past career, but she's also calling in quantum physics, brain science, and all together what it takes for you to reach the next level in your life, both on a personal note and on a professional note. And I am so excited to have this conversation because she is someone who really embodies what she teaches. Alida, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And happy, absolutely. Uh, happy holidays to everyone. Well, happy holidays. Exactly. And Alida, before we dive into the conversation, just to set the frame for our listeners, how can you help someone that decides to tune into the show today? Mm, I would say transformation, right? We're coming into the new year. We're ending this one. It's a time of visualizing what you want to move forward. It's a a catalyst, right? A new year is always a catalyst for really um, thinking deeply, soul searching, meditating, praying, um, really getting grounded in who you are, what you want, the gifts you bring, and how we will move forward. Mm, that's powerful. This word transformation gets thrown around so much. I myself use it a lot as well. And I'm curious, what do you see is the difference between change and transformation? Mm. So change is something that's ever happening in the world, whether people realize it or not. And I often will give the example of walking along the beach And so when I walk along the shores of the beach and I'm really conscious and aware, I will see that the beach changes literally from moment to moment. Each wave that comes in, it's not the same beach. Each wave that goes out, it's never the same beach. Mm. That is how our lives are working always. And most people are just not consciously aware of it. So to me, that is change. It is ever ebb and flow. It is um, things are always in motion, always in motion. And so that's change for me. Transformation is really more of a deeper soul felt, um, new place of understanding, new awareness, new, new you in a whole, uh, just different way. Again, it could be through education. It could be through 
um, life experiences. It could be through all of a sudden you're praying or meditating and you have this profound eureka that comes in and um, an epiphany, if you will. It could be happening when you're watching a sunrise or a sunset, but it is that pivotal moment where all of a sudden now you know that you are completely changed and you'll never be the same again. Mm, I think this or is a very are. powerful distinction. Like never, never the same again, right? Never the same again, yeah. And I'm curious, at what point in your life did you either unconsciously or consciously decide never again, never again will I live my life the way that, you know, the world has told me to live it. And here I am embarking on something that is unique to me. When, at what point in life did that happen? Mm, well, I think um, the beginning is like the eureka of, first off, I actually can make choices in my life, coming into that understanding and awareness. Uh, being the single mom of two little girls and realizing I had conscious choices now that I could make and the understanding that that will forever change their world as well. And so the more I could study and the more I could learn and the faster I could learn it and the more I could improve myself, the more it was going to impact and change them. And I thought at the time it was just them, right? And then you come into more transformations and higher understanding and more education and mm. more experiences in life. And then I realize now it's energy and that it has a ripple effect. And so the more anyone can become conscious and grounded and aware and hold themselves in the present moment, the more everything is going to change in our world and in our universe. It's just inevitable. And I say that because conscious awareness, and I try to touch on this in every conversation I have, because mm -hmm. the education piece around this is really important. And that is that science is saying we're conscious 5% of the time, neuroscience. So consciousness to me, I equate to free will. And I equate it to free will because it's the place and state in which we can make new choices and decisions. So if we're only doing that 5% of the time in our, our brain, which I equate to our quantum computer, and I explain to people, they are studying our brains as fast as they can now with the latest AI, because they're mapping and creating computers after our brains. So like, it's important for people to understand their system and how incredible we are, number one, and the gifts that we have that we can bring. Um, to the table, but until we're conscious, we don't even realize we can make a new choice or a new decision. We're running on what I refer to as autopilot, subconscious mind, which is all of the repeat programming and all of the experiences and all of the things from the past that now our brain will automatically create a perception on for us. So mm. present moment awareness and being conscious being able to really pay attention, really listen to other people, really understand their perspective, their story, that changes everything. Everything. Mm, it does. I agree. And I'm curious, you just said, you know, we have this incredible brain. We have, you know, we are so 
so powerful, you know, and this is what I'm adding to it, you know, where I feel that we are creatures beyond limitation. And there is a very hot conversation that is taking place in the world, and I'm sure you're very familiar with it, where it's AI versus human intellect. And Elon Musk is one of the biggest proponents of AI will overpower humanity. AI is way more intelligent than humans could ever be. And then on the other side, for instance, you have someone like Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba, who said that hum human beings will, will always be more intelligent or always be more capable than AI because of their sense of creativity. And I'm wondering, how do you view that? I agree with that 1000% because I also understand quantum physics. And so your, your idea of limitless is 100% spot on. We have no limits. We are limitless in a quantum field and a quantum science aspect of things that's been proven. So on that note, I always tell people why not have the best possible outcome? Like there's endless possibilities. Why not have hmm. the best possible outcome? why not like just why not we can build we can do we are becoming and we are already designing so much better and ai does not have to work against us there are builders and designers who are very conscious who are very aware they're very aware of how important everything is in the world that we're developing i see the metaverse as potentially for lack of a better term becoming almost like another dimension uh, like it'll be a reality within a reality because of the capability of the oculus to totally encompass a person and give them put them in a whole new place effective immediately because the experience is so powerful right. that experience can be also a superhuman experience mm. like it can be a limitless super empowering experience mm. So really, we just need to be paying attention to what it is we're designing. Are we designing more of the same old, same old in the metaverse and with AI? Or are we going to use AI to give us the capability to have amazing, miraculous things that we've not had before? I always say I caution with also staying very grounded. And I tell people this all the time. And that means connecting physically to the earth, especially the people who are coding, designing, developers. I speak with a lot of engineers on a regular basis. And the first thing I tell them is just get your body on the ground, on the earth. And they're like, that sounds so crazy. Like, that's like, why are you saying that? And I'm like, well, mm. you're an engineer, right? So you understand electricity. You understand that that's how the world works and the energy has to be grounded and any electrician grounds energy. We live in an electromagnetic field, right? Right. So if you live in an electromagnetic field, which we all do, unless we're just permanently planted on the earth because of all the electronics, all the computers, more AI coming, the most important thing to do is to really get grounded and ground your energy and, and, and be on the earth because yeah. the earth yeah is an amazing gift to all of us that we've sort of forgotten about mm. and we forget to connect with so a few questions that come up 
I find this is a very interesting topic. And as you were speaking about sort of the potentialities and the possibilities of the metaverse and then the Oculus, the, you know, the visual virtual reality kind of um, experience, the, the thought that kept up, kept coming up for me was the matrix. And personally, I feel rather worried I, I I admit about the the whole metaverse and AI and where this is all going because what I'm seeing is human beings at large are becoming more more hooked to technology, more disconnected from nature, more disconnected from what you're saying to the earth. So I'm wondering how do you see the future of of this, like with this, this, this potentiality that we might go into the matrix. Because what's stopping someone that say is a hundred pounds overweight, you know, like totally out of shape, very low self esteem, but then transforms himself into the metaverse where he has an avatar that looks like Brad Pitt, let's say, right? And then with all the electrodes connected to his body, he actually feels that way. What's to say that he's not just going to live there and let his physical body die at some point like i would be curious to hear your perspective on this mm. so again i come from the realm of limitless possibilities and so i think there's like for every fear that someone can perceive or is perceiving based off of programming experiences education information that's coming through our social media our news channels the works right um based off of all of that, there's, again, each person will have their own relationship with these type of things. The important thing is that the person be healthy, perhaps before they experience it or experience something that is going to make them happy and healthy. So here's a thing that, and that is a fun fact, touching on what you were saying about mm -hmm. what if they get locked in and they don't ever want to come out because they like in this space, they have this perfect world, right? Perfect life. So to that, I say um, experiences, right? And there should be guidelines around electronics, just like there is, you know, um, FDA regulations of this, that, the other, maybe um, shutoffs, maybe suggestions to do um, healthy interaction, ground, whatever. Education should probably be built on maybe monitoring systems of some sort. Um, again, I'm not like an advocate of it, but I also know that it's here, so it's not going away. So how do we work with it versus, um, like we have to accept it to a certain degree. Do we have to live in it? Do we have to participate with it? Do we have to use it ourselves? No, you don't. If you do, my recommendation is that you do something that's super empowering because it does change your cellular structure. It does open your mind. It does open your heart. It, do, it does have the capability, right? Mm. When it's that type of experience that somebody doesn't want to come out of to truly immerse someone in what that feels like. And it does change their cellular structure. So mm. like NASA, they do the, you know, they've done the, hey, just visualize, just visualize the sport, just visualize you're running the race and the body actually fires right. and does it. Yeah. Right. So it has strong capability for positive, um, almost I view it like superhero effects on people as well. It could be just as empowering as the potential of disempowering. So mm. I focus on the empowering. Mm. 
because humanity, all of humanity, deserves to be empowered. Yeah. Can you give like an example when you say, you know, the how we can use the metaverse and, and maybe even AI technology to empower ourselves and to live this kind of limitless state that you and I were talking about? Yeah, I'm not going to go too deeply far down that rabbit hole because I'm in the process of um, working on a creation myself to to bring forth something that has the capability to really have profound, awesome change in people's lives, potentially. Um, and give me the question one more time, Mario, because I feel like I, I got off track there. Uh -huh. but... So basically what I'm looking for is what are some examples of, of the positive mm. opportunities that you're seeing that can help someone enhance themselves and, and become self-empowered? Yeah, so there's monitoring um, capability out there that can can test and and with accuracy um, know if somebody is in heart coherent open state of being. So mm. open heart, right? And love is really um, for me. It's a prominent thing for to be able to have people understand what that feels like and to know when they're in that state of being, because we have a lot of people that. I, I have learned through my experiences in life have grown up across the face of this planet who have never experienced love. And so opening people to even the understanding of what that feels like, especially when it comes to self. And that's another reason why I say it can be so mm -hmm. empowering and designed properly. Um, self, right? Self-love first, and then let that expand and spill outward. And and just giving people that understanding alone, the masses of people who have come through our systems and our channels, um, like here in America, I'll speak to our foster care systems, who maybe have just not known it or not known it until much later in life or not trusting of that feeling. And many people are not trusting in today's world. Those are the facts and the statistics. But one thing that they seem to be trusting in more than not is science and the latest facts and the latest scientific understandings. That's why um, the information that I study and what I work on, I feel is profound right now. Mm. It's a new way of explaining things. It's, it's not going to be different than maybe many things. Right. And so that that's, people globally, religions, if we sit down and we really dissect world religions and things of that nature, you can find similarities interwoven throughout. Right. And so I tell people, if you take the time to maybe share and get vulnerable, like, so what's one of your most challenging times or something that, you know, you've encountered that happened to you, then odds are there's going to be somebody else who's had something similar who might be a part of the conversation. And it is right. that golden thread that, that unites us. It is that golden thread that unites all of us. It is mm. the vulnerability and the understanding because as soon as you start sharing something, a trauma even, perhaps, there'll be somebody else along the way who'll be like, no way. 
you two, yeah. I thought I was the only one. I can't believe yeah. that happened. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I remember when, so I have done a lot of men's work and I've been part of men's uh, groups and circles. And I remember at one point we were talking about uh, sexuality and first sexual encounters. And there was one of the guys who shared really vulnerably how he had a, his first sexual encounter with another boy, how they were sort of touching each other. And he carried that shame for 30 plus years. And as he shared, he started breaking down in tears and crying and crying, you know, and the men were all holding him, you know, and then holding the presence and space for him. And then the, the, the leader of the group, uh, well, once the situation calmed down, he asked the group and he said, who here can relate to what he shared? And all of a sudden, like 70, 80% of the room, the hands go up and I'm looking around and I'm like, What? And then he starts talking about this is this is actually statistically one of the most common uh, patterns that young boys have their first sexual experiences with other young boys simply because they don't know what to do with it. And because it's such a taboo, men don't talk about it for the rest of their lives. So to your point, I think, you know, this this whole conversation around trust, it's really what, what I, I see, you know, people are looking for trust because you know, we used to be, we, we were conditioned to grow up in this environment where you are supposed to trust the authority. And even if you look at religion, oftentimes the most, uh, the, the, the traditional religions, they have this, they have God as this authority figure, this male authority figure that tells you how to live your life. And if you don't live according to that, then you go to hell. And a lot of these religions, uh, obviously, because they have been guided by men, by by humans, uh, and mostly by men, by actually uh, male humans, um, have created a lot of suffering, have created a lot of unfairness, a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of injustice, and people lost their trust in that. This is also why I see so many people today. Instead of saying God, they say the universe, but they mean the same thing. They just don't feel comfortable to say the universe and i used to be just like that and then i had some deep reflection and i was like oh i'm actually saying the universe because i don't want to be rejected by people when they hear me say god now i say god because that's what i believe in right so i feel you know there's been a disconnection between people and authority you know we've been looking up for too long and we've been disappointed for too long and i feel yeah. now people are looking for who do i trust right and essentially I find the break in trust before it happens with the other person always happens with ourselves because it's this, how could I be been so stupid to trust this person? I should have known better. Right? If only I did know better, then I wouldn't have. And so there's a lot of shame and blame that we're carrying with ourselves. But to your point, I think what humanity is looking for is this element of trust. And now we are beginning to find trust amongst each other, as you said, when we become vulnerable. Because vulnerability creates intimacy and nothing creates trust like intimacy. Agreed, 1,000%. Yeah. 1,000%. And people need to get to a place to where they're comfortable being that and having that exchange. And also, when, so I know that you're speaking to men, right? But also women um, really coming back into their femininity. Yes. and their nurturance and their trust and their want to be able to do that as well 
And um, that, again, when you talk about leadership, right, leadership roles that we've had or way or, or um, you know, it's interwoven throughout throughout many different things, whether it be religions, um, politics, it's all of our systems and it's mm. the leadership. The leadership has been, while it might, like this leadership worked, right? So I'm not knocking this leadership in previous times. It's just that now, Mario, we are in such a profoundly different place as a world and mm. as a humanity. And, and when fear and anxiety are becoming an epidemic, and the programming is like directly, and again, I'll I'll speak for my my systems here in America, mm. broadcasting primarily all negative information that we're spoon feeding. We're not running around showing the miracles and the superheroes in the world. Yeah. And that can just as easily be done. And so this is where I say AI has the ability to really bring people into their true power and capability. Like we shouldn't run from it because it's here. So now let us use it wisely. Let us be wise. Let us, we the people, use things wisely in a way that will change humanity like this. That's what AI has the ability to do. So why not it change for like a huge swing for the better? Mm. Ah, because it's happening so fast, the change. Let me ask you this. How would AI do that? For instance, you know, you talk about the news and you said the US, I mean, I can confirm with you, it happens all over the places that I've been to and I've been to many places. <laughs> so it's like constant, you know, and like oftentimes just the other day, you know, I I don't really ever listen to the news. Um, but what happened is I was listening to music and then the Bluetooth disconnected and the news turned on. And then it was like, and this morning on this in this part of this the town, two people have been shot dead. And I'm asking myself, how is this any valuable information for anybody that listens to? I mean, the only person who this is valuable are, you know, police. They've already dealt with it because the news come after that. And, you know, whoever families are involved, but, mm -hmm. the, but that's a very small circle, right? After if that, it, what's the if point? It was, if it was calling forth a prayer circle at the end of that, maybe like, sure. and it doesn't have to show you everything, right? But what if it was like calling forth like a, a prayer circle for the family and blessings for the family? And so right. anytime I see or come across or experience things like that, that's the first thing I do within me is I send, I send just prayers, I send love, I send blessings into that situation and to those people and mindfully do that um, because I know it makes an impact, mm. right? I know the power in that. And the other thing, I mean, there are certain things, right, about the world religions and certain things that are staples that hold true. I come from this place, Mario, of um, I don't have shame in whatever I refer to this omnipotent force as. I'll use neutral language, not because I'm afraid of being shamed, because I want to speak to everyone as much as I can and as clearly as I can. I want to, I want people to understand that I probably understand them in large part in many ways. And so no matter what their worship style is, no matter what their preference is, for feeling and experiencing what it is we're talking about when people reference God or when they reference the universe or when they reference any anything, right? That like Buddha, Allah, and Buddha, most people don't even realize is a way of life. 
they think, oh, like, you know, they start mm. relating it to all kinds of things that it's not. And so people aren't educated a lot on world religions. Once you become more grounded and understand world religions, that's when you start to understand that there's a lot of interwoven ties. There's things such as angels that are very common amongst the majority of all of these, right? References. And so there is a divinity. There is a, an amazing life force that is creation that runs throughout everything yeah and it it, anything that puts somebody in touch with an open heart and a logical mind and a conscious mind and allows them to experience and feel that whatever path that is that they're taking please take it please Mm. take it (laughs) all day long please continue that all day long you know just please I think what you just said about what most people don't realize about Buddha being a lifestyle, that is so true. For, for me, I'm, you know, I, I grew up in, in, a, in a, I would say in a Christian, rather Christian dogmatic way. I was born in, uh, in, in Germany, Sicilian family. My parents weren't really like traditionally Christian in any form of the way. They sort of just, you know, yeah, everybody did it in the family. So you do it as well. And then it's when I was old enough, I was like, guys, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. So no big deal. But I always felt turned off by the church at, at a whole because I saw so many people that live on this high moral ground. Just like, oh, I, you know, I read the Bible and on Sundays I'll go to church. Yet then I see them whoring around, cheating on their partners, uh, you know, doing all kinds of things. And that's why for me, I, you know, I was like religion. Yeah. Today, I embrace Christ consciousness. And what that means for those that are not listening, I embrace the way that Jesus lived his life, which is through love, through love, compassion, forgiveness. Am I there 100%? No, I'm not, right? I'm moving more and more closer to the realization of who I've always been. And, you know, my ego gets in the way. But I love what you're saying on how this is supposed to be a lifestyle, a way of embodying these principles and this wisdom that is being brought forward. And you also talk about quantum physics. And you mentioned a couple sprinkles here and there already in the conversation. So, I want to guide the conversation towards the world of quantum physics and why you think this is such an important topic to understand for entrepreneurs. Okay, it's super important to understand for entrepreneurs and particularly because you're not separate from your business. You are one with it. Um, There's something I've been saying lately When people get really grounded and you are in the present moment and you become completely conscious, this amazing thing happens. And this is how, you know, um, you're experiencing the quantum field. This Mm. is how I, right. Is when everything starts to kind of meld together, synchronicities is what many people will call them. They could also be many miracles. When things start to align, when you start to have a conversation and it might be an obscure topic, something that like might not even be in your mind, but now all of a sudden you're talking about an obscure topic and then you walk out of that conversation and then you, you know, take 20 steps, you have another conversation and then boom, here comes that word again. And then boom, it might bubble up again. And it's all within a very short period of time. That's conscious awareness. That's like now all of a sudden 
you have awareness around whatever it is that that topic and, and that energy harbors. And I refer to that as the quantum slipstream, right? And I always yeah. tell people, pay attention to those things because that is um, that is the space of creativity. It's a quantum slipstream. It is, you are in the wave of the present moment awareness. Mm. And now you can see and hear and experience things that you haven't before. And then it just starts happening like boom, 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 boom. And then oftentimes if you're asking, and I always tell people, please remember to ask, or please remember to pray, please remember to worship because that time is more powerful than people relate to and understand anymore. That's another thing I feel like has kind of fallen away, right? Is worship. And so that typically will help put you in what I refer to as the quantum slipstream. And the more you can hold that, the more magical your universe becomes because mm. pretty soon here comes the right people. Here comes the things you've been asking for. Here comes the things you've been focusing on. And it's boom, 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 boom. Mm. It's so fun. Mm. This is the total opposite to what I find 90%, and I'm making up the numbers, but 90% of the people that I speak to as an, on an entrepreneurial basis, a lot of my clients, when they first start out with me, they use what is referred to as the Newtonian model. And they're like, once I hit the goal, then I will feel what I'm actually looking for, the freedom, the peace, the joy, the, the exciting, you know, uh, the, 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 the thrilling of, of, of the thrilling moments and in, in, in adventure of this entrepreneurial journey. And what you're proposing is the other way around. You're, you said, you know, you brought up worship, prayer, and you said, the more you can hold yourself in that state, the more that will reflect your universe, which will then be much more enjoyable, much more effortless with much more ease. So can you give us like a few practical steps? Because you mentioned worship, like what does that look like for someone that isn't necessarily familiar with that practice? Yeah, so I mean, again, there's cultures of the world who all partake about, partake, right? And worship mm -hmm. in various different ways. I'm a huge proponent of prayer or meditation, um, usually typically on the earth or at least with my feet on the earth. So I recommend getting out into nature as much as possible. I will say that science is also saying that and that countries are now awakening to the fact that they need more nature because they say and have proven it brings about more mental health and more balance. To me, it's because we're getting grounded on the earth. I would encourage people to do more of that. And at the same time in unison, understand that you're worthy of asking, understand that you're worthy of direct connection, understand that this amazing force does exist, undoubtedly. And because you cannot maybe see it with your eyes, you can experience it and you can feel it within yourself. And quieting, it might help to pay attention to the waves or the sun or a tree or the grass or whatever little scrape of earth you might be able to find. Mm. Just apply some focus to that nature and open yourself up. 
if you are feeling tormented, ask for assistance, ask for what you need and, and trust and believe. And even if you don't, there are those of us out here who are asking that anybody who dares try a little worship and dares try a little prayer, that those prayers be answered, they be heard and they be delivered. So try it. You have nothing to lose and everything to, to gain, literally. Mm. And people don't feel worthy of asking for themselves. And I say, please ask for yourself first. Please ask for yourself first. The reason why, if nothing else, if we have to take everything else out of the equation and what would be considered the wooey talk around that, if for nothing else, I, I highly recommend people experiment with their own lives around doing this before ever instructing or telling somebody else it works. You have to experience it for yourself. You don't have to. I just strongly recommend it. That's what I prefer. That's what I mm. believe. It, meditation can be entered into through amazing audio programs that have been developed. But there again, I tell people not all developers are created equal. Pay attention to, to what you're consuming and the frequencies and, and just like a radio that you're allowing um, within your mind and your body and your spirit. If you are going to go that route, I tell people, pay attention. Does it lift you and does it keep you feeling really good? and a higher vibration and a higher pattern and a higher rhythm, whatever the, the audio is, yeah. whether it be music or whether it be nature sounds or whatever, or do you feel it dip you? If you feel it dip you at any given point in time throughout that meditation experience, it's not the right one. It's mm. not the right one. Just pay attention to how you feel. Mm. Yeah. So it's really, worship is really about getting really in tune with your physical state of being, how do I feel? And how do I feel even better than how I feel right now? I can easily ask every single day, like, please just let me feel better again tomorrow. I give thanks that I just feel better again tomorrow. Mm. And just every single day you feel better is it another day you feel better is another mm. day you feel better. Even mm. if it's in those little increments, ask, ask and see what happens. Mm. Like encourage, I would encourage people to try this for a solid 40 days. Try it for, for a solid 40 days. If you've seen improvement in your life, which you will, it is inevitable. And those around you, then keep going. And then make it a, um, you say people have to anchor in goals, then maybe make it for like another 66 then maybe three months, right? And just keep going. Because when you get in that space of the present moment and you can make new choices and you have more awareness, the quantum slipstream, the more many miracles and large miracles continue to occur right before your eyes and you're just mind blown. Yeah. These are the moments where people just get mind blown, right? And yeah. these are the fun moments. Because they're just like, you're not going to believe what happened. You're like, you are not going to believe what just happened. Like, I can't believe it myself. I don't even know how this happened, but I just was focused on this. And I was just asking for this and I was just whatever. And then boom, like just boom, there it was. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I find that what you are describing 
is an excellent tool for entrepreneurs to make a lot better and more aligned decisions in their life. Because as an entrepreneur, you are required to make decisions on a daily basis, a lot of them, and rather quickly, because otherwise, you know, you might miss out on opportunities. And I find that, at least in my experience, the more I have become aware of my of myself, of my thoughts, my emotions, everything that is correlated in my body, in it has allowed me to listen to that divine voice. And sometimes that looks like, hey, go on Facebook. Hey, don't work. Go there. Hey, go on LinkedIn. Hey, call this person. Send this person a message. You know, it's just these intuitive, they're, and they're not, they're not like loud and like forceful. They're very gentle voices. And so one of the things that I find is so crucial for people on this journey is to slow down. Because if you're not slowing down, then you're never going to get the benefits of what you described because you're constantly in your stress fight or flight mode. Go, 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 bigger, faster, harder. And, and you're never going to get to that place. So I feel it requires a paradigm shift towards more quality and less quantity. And that, you know, ironically creates even more better outcomes for your life. So I'm curious... In your opinion, what is it that drives people away from being rooted and grounded in the present moment? Programming, primarily programming mm. and being in a subconscious state of mind. So you mentioned the matrix. So let's just take it back to the matrix yes. and let's equate it. And so, and all of this, I will say applies to business because the one thing people need to understand is who you are will never be separate from your business. So I'm just going to say that um, the matrix, the red pill is conscious mind. The blue pill is subconscious mind. Like, mm. let's just use that as an example. And let's mm. just, it's that simple. Conscious mind is red pill. So just take some more red pills through, <laughs> worship, through worship, right? Like that's how you, that's how you get it. And so that's the beautiful thing about it is it doesn't have to be anything synthetic. It doesn't even have to be anything man-made. It can be as simple as literally just getting out into nature and just, just making the commitment to yourself. You're just going to look around with a childlike state of being. That is how I would invite this put yourself into a place of where you experienced nature as far back as you can think for the first time ever and take everything around you in from that perspective that will put you in the present moment when you can notice the ants that are crawling on the ground when you can notice like how um how the grass right lays and how um, to the ants that must be like a jungle and you know you can just get in that state of really being in it that is where the magic happens interaction like this where you and I have maintained presence throughout the entire engagement that is where magic happens when you said slow down 
I recently, even myself, have had had people say, slow down, pump the brakes. You have a lot of things that you have that you're taking on. And I do it because of the passion, right? So I have a lot of passion for becoming and taking ownership in the change that needs to happen in today's world. The key is to make sure that you also hold refined focus. I've recently had brought back into my awareness, right? Um, hold key focus on exactly what it is that you want and that you want to grow. Yeah. And you can still water, you can still water, right? These other things that are also gonna grow, but be very specific and mindful about your why and and what it is that you're growing and you're doing and you're developing and that's a gift that a lot of men have that single-minded focus especially when it comes to business and driving what they want and women have a tendency to be multitaskers but men are great multitaskers now too this is where now we're in a place and state of being where it's almost like you can't don't box don't box don't don't title don't brand don't judge because there's no like the male group this or the female group that or you know um this happens or that happens or it's this religion or it's that religion it's not what's happening and what people need to pay attention to is who who is it that you're surrounded by who has a good heart and who actually has good actions just pay attention to who truly has good actions not their words even, just truly who has good, intentional, positive, loving actions. Hang out with more of those people. Find more of those people. Go into more of those circles and be more of that. And don't base your interactions, your friendships, your relationships on whether or not somebody fits in this box and this title. Instead, base it off of who they are and how that interaction is with you and drop everything else and stop assuming that only men experience this or only women experience that or only you know like stop just stop people are tired of the nonsense in today's world really to be totally blunt and forthright they're tired of the nonsense people and the youth of today do not want the same world moving forward it's old it's dead it's old systems they worked while they did they no longer work as an ever-changing world, we have come so far now that it's time to build and design things that work for today and the here and now and moving forward and not more of the same old shit, quite honestly. Yeah. We're done with that. <laughs> I love that. And, you know, the point that you made about being in nature and and, and getting to this place where you just notice things around you like so many insights and so much growth that I have gained just by spending time in nature. I remember one of the biggest insights was self-acceptance. It was huge for me because I remember I was in a forest and I was, uh, you know, tr- full transparency. I was uh, doing a little mushroom trip with uh, uh, some very close friends of mine. And I was just looking at the trees. I was sitting there on, on the ground, meditating, just in a blissful state and I was just looking at the trees and I saw this one tree that was like slightly 
bend over to the left and it looked like it doesn't fit in with all the other straight beautiful trees and it was just like bending like this and i was like hmm. here's my mind trying to come up with reasons as to why this is not the right way why the tree is not supposed to be this way because i would look at all the other trees and see they're straight they're supposed they're just how they're supposed to be and then i had a moment where i was like oh that's interesting this is what i'm doing with myself I'm not accepting my own bendingness, let's call it that, my own uniqueness. But nature, and in, in this way, I'm now distinguishing humans and nature, yet nature encompasses all of it. But in this case, just for the sake of explaining this, nature doesn't say, oh, you're a stupid bend over tree, you're about to crack, we don't have any use for you. No, of course not. It's an integrated system. Even if the tree does crack, it will be used to feed the soil and the surrounding trees. There is, there's a perfect symbiosis, a harmony of everything. And when I recognized that, I was like, oh, that's just me. I am exactly right the way that I'm supposed to be. And I couldn't be different from the way that I am. So that makes me uniquely, perfectly just the way that I am. And I was like, mm -hmm. wow. And at that point, I felt this great sense of, ah, a sense of relief. So I really... I think what you mentioned about spending time in nature is crucial for entrepreneurs and moving to what you said later, developing a really powerful why that helps you have that single focus. This is the case for me. I've been doing this work for you know five years, uh, the coaching and speaking. And in the beginning, it wasn't working well for me financially. I wasn't, I wasn't making enough to support myself and I could hear the voices from other people. Is this working out? When is will this ever work out? Well, why don't you just get a real job? Da, 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 the whole thing. And I was like, and I was so convinced of what I was doing. And I still, I was like, nope, I will do this no matter what. I will mm -hmm. live of the very little means that I have, but I will do this no matter what, because I believe in it with my entire being. I love this. So I think the point that you made here was fantastic. And with an awareness of time, I want to give the microphone one more time over to you, Alida, because today you've shared so many beautiful insights with us. Are there any last words that you want to share with whoever is listening to this conversation right now? I'm just going to summarize and bring it full circle. So mm. the things that we covered today, especially um, keep keep in mind the things we talked about, about um, fear and anxiety and the programming and how our systems program for those type of things, because they don't show all the miracles and the miracles are happening. So remember when you start to think, yes, but I'm a realist. Remember when you start thinking, yes, but I'm a realist, that there's a world of algorithms that are very real and whatever you take in and you consume through your social media will repeat back to you. So use it as a tool of your own mm. guidance and get a new perception on that and pay attention is the majority of what's coming across my algorithms, across my news feeds, across my media, positive or negative, because now you're choosing to program yourself with whatever that is. So if your algorithms start going to mostly positive feeds and mostly positive things coming through, then use it as a tool and of your own design and you choose what you want to consume and what you want to feed your mind and your body and your heart and your spirit and your soul with yeah. make a conscious choice, get 
full circle with the earth. We nailed that and we drilled that in hardcore and dare to ask, dare, just dare to ask, just dare mm. to experiment for 40 days. Just dare to do that with your own life. Yes. And it should always start with your own life. Otherwise you cannot, you cannot express what this is like or help others. So first just do it with your own life and prove it to yourself first. I'm telling you, if you dare to do it, you will know it works. You will experience the quantum slipstream. It is inevitable, inevitable, or conscious present moment state of being. That's a gift, right? So that is like, that's a gift. If they do just that, if the people listening do just that, that's the greatest gift that we could possibly give. And um, stake in and get excited and get completely ripped up and ramped up about your future and the future of this world. Because again, when you walk outside your door, you're not experiencing usually a ton of really bad things. There's always golden nuggets that, that if you're just conscious, you're going to see them. There's always golden nuggets. There's always a flower that's growing up in the cracks, right? Of the concrete. It's there. You just have to see it. Pay attention to those things. Get really focused on what it is that you want for your business, for your life, for every relationship that you're going to establish around you and that, and that it's going to become a part of your future and really ground in what do I want that to feel like? What do I want these experiences to be like? And um, that will include your business, right? And so mm. stack those business goals with endless possibilities. So shoot as high as you can. This will be my advice, my business advice. Shoot as high as you possibly can imagine. And just know that when you dare to do that, you'll probably get even more. Mm -hmm. We'll probably get even more, but just dare to go as mm -hmm. far as you can possibly see that you can and the experience that you can have and then just turn it loose like I a wish. It. I love it. I love it. And if you didn't get the message, ask, ask for what you want. And if you don't ask God, the universe, the quantum field, whatever way you connect to that, then at least ask a leader. <laughs> <laughs> Thank because you. I know that's your website and I highly, highly encourage everybody to connect with you. I know you have offer a 30 minute meet and greet with people um, that you can find on, on your, on your website. So I will be sure to mention your email, your website, your LinkedIn, your Instagram in the show notes so people can connect with you. Alita, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I feel we will have another conversation in the near future uh, and dive into more of these amazing and mind-blowing um, fields that we talked about today. And I want to thank you for deciding to invest your time and your magical presence into listening to this podcast. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Self-Doubt Solution. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs>